Welcome back, everyone, to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 168. We are back today for another weekly episode. Quickly want to give a happy holidays. Uh, This might be the episode you listen to before Christmas. I don't know. I have something planned, but we're allowed to talk about it. Yeah, there's so much. Busy week. Busy week. I mean, you're going. I got games tonight. You're going to Michigan State to go watch uh, Oakland MSU tonight. Mm -hmm. Excited about that? that? I am excited. Who's going with you? Uh, Me... Me, Ryan, Jake, Ivan, and Dale are all going. That's so. sweet. That's sweet. Yep. You guys got offer bowl tickets, right? I think so. Yeah. I honestly don't know, though. Those, that's going to be fun. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah, and I'm excited for that to watch Rocket Watts, obviously, uh, former Michigan State Spartan, and MSU hasn't played in a few, like a week and a half anyway, so I'm excited to watch that. Malik Hall's back. He's not back. He'll he's play not. against uh, Buffalo. Okay, okay. Yeah. But he's healthy again? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if he's not, not playing tonight, enough. then I wouldn't say he's healthy. But, yeah, he's he's going to be coming back uh, yeah. soon. But not, not tonight, though. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely need him back, though. But, yeah, this is our weekly episode this week. Um, I, w- I had something else I was just going to say, but I completely forgot what it was. Was it about the other episode? Um, No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but happy holidays anyways. Merry Christmas to everybody. Let's talk. Let's get right into it. The Lions won again. We are now officially at 507 and 7. We started off the season 1 and 6. We have now gone 6 and 1 in our last 7 games. And we're back. Mm-hmm. It's been so much, so much fun watching this Lions team over the last few weeks. And we're just winning so many games. I mean, the Lions, I don't even know if we're back. Are we Are we back or are we just finally here? I mean, like, have we know. arrived? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we've arrived. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Um, we're going to obviously go through weekly picks and everything, but right now the Lions are in a prime spot to make the playoffs. They pretty much just have to keep winning games, and they will get in. Um, obviously, we could use some help from other teams, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really matter. If we win these next three games, we will make the playoffs. So it's really huge. Uh, you know, We can't take any of these games off. I know Carolina, Chicago, it's, it's really easy to skip over that and look at Week 18 against mm-hmm. Green Bay. Um, but we can't do that. You know, the Carolina is in a spot where they can they can still win the division. So they're obviously going to try and win. Chicago, I don't know. They've lost seven straight games. It kind of seems like we know what they're doing, but they still stay in games. Like they were in the mm-hmm. game against Philly last week. Um, then obviously Green Bay is never going to not try and win games. So yeah, especially with the Aaron Rodgers quote at the end of the LA Rams game. It's, that yeah. was so frustrating. I can't and stand annoying. Aaron Rodgers, man. It, it was so bad because he had a smile on his face as yeah. if. He isn't in the playoffs. Like, as if he's in the playoffs. As if his team is Good. below 500, too. Yeah. You know? like, his, his, like you, Your team sucks, He hasn't dude. beaten the Lions in Three a, games? quite some time. It's yeah. been it's been quite some time since Aaron Rodgers has beaten the Lions. So, since that Monday night game last yeah. season. Yeah. Early yeah. in the year. That so. quote was so... It was like... And this whole season, I've kind of... I've been building more of a... Aaron Rodgers ain't that bad, and then all of a sudden that quote comes out, and it's like, "Screw you, dude!" Yeah, like what are you, what are you doing? You know, we we haven't been hating on you all year like we normally do because you guys aren't good, uh-huh. so we're not thinking about you. So it, it, that was so frustrating. This past week, the Lions have gotten a lot of national hype. Uh, I was watching First Take this morning, and they did a segment about you know is Dan Campbell the coach of the year in the NFL? Like, there's <laughs> a lot of national hype right now around the Lions, which is good and bad, um, because. When you have the hype, you know, the, the fans loving you, the second you do something wrong, it turns into national hate, mm-hmm. um, which is something that the Lions are used to, so I'm not that worried about. I've already kind of seen it a little bit because um, Colin Cowherd did a segment on his show about how he thinks the Lions are legit or whatever. And then he did, I don't know if it was his podcast or Richard Sherman's podcast, but they were together and they were kind of talking about how like this Lions run is like not real. It's like it's like a Cinderella story type thing. Like they're not real. They're not a real threat. Uh, to make the playoffs or to win any games in the playoffs, which is just kind of weird because it's already turning like we're not a real team or whatever. I don't think that concerns the Lions. I think that the Lions don't care about what anyone else is saying because every time Dan Campbell gets asked about, you know, like what has it been that this team has gone on a run? Like, are you guys focused on, you know, looking forward? It's like, no, like these are the same guys that were one and six. We're yep. now seven and seven. It's the same team. We all knew we could do this. We just finally are doing this. So. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's totally it. There's not a di- we're not playing any different style of football. We're not winning these games differently than we were losing the games at the start of the year. All we're doing is keeping that aggressive mindset throughout majority of the game, and just now at the end of games we're winning. And it's exactly right. This team, if you watched the first seven games, the one and six Lions, you would have said, knowing what you know now, yeah, that team's probably this team's a good football team. They're just losing games, uh, and it's it's frustrating that 
some we're still not getting the love that people 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 some people still don't think we're real, yeah. which I guess is kind of nice. Maybe maybe that's a good thing. Because we are seven and seven at the same time. You yeah, know, like I I don't def disagree because we are not above five hundred team. Yep. Um. But yeah, like clearly the changes that have been made, the defense has just been so much better since it was when we were one and six. Uh, Jared Goff has not turned the ball over in like six straight games. I'm pretty sure, which is a current NFL record, and I'm pretty sure it's a Lions record, uh, which is really cool. Um, and we just have been efficient on offense. Like, I mean, even in that game against New York, it was a sloppy game, but we come up and make a huge play when it matters most in the late game. So he just like did something crazy with like the youngest player to. I think twenty five thousand yards. Jared Goff. Yeah, he's not. Really? He's not the youngest, but it's him, Dan Marino, and Matt Stafford. Really? Are now the top three. That's crazy. I did which, not know. Which that. is so wild. Yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, Jared Goff's been in the league. I mean, from the very start, he was a he was a he was a good QB <laughs> with a really good roster. Immediately putting up on a really good offense. Yeah. And he's just kind of continued to be on a good offense his whole career. And, mm-hmm. and the passing and the passing era now that's going to continue to get broken. Oh yeah. So many guys are going to get into that uh, upper echelon. And, like, you know, this offense, it's because, like, Ben Johnson has clearly been the main contributor to this offense mm-hmm. being great. I think if Ben Johnson is not this team's offensive coordinator, this Lions team isn't very good. I mean, let's be straight up. Like, I love the weapons that we have, but Ben Johnson has just been an absolute genius uh, with making these plays and making the playbook look so easy uh, mm-hmm. to use our weapons efficiently. Um, and it's he's getting a lot of national hype too. You know, I do think there is a very good chance Ben Johnson's gone after this year. I really hope not. Um, but obviously, I'm I'm gonna root for him if he mm-hmm. gets another job somewhere else because he deserves it 100. Yeah. percent Like he has been the mastermind behind this team. Um, but shout out to Aaron Glenn as well for really turning this defense around. The defensive line has been phenomenal. Uh, so many names have contributed in the last couple weeks. The defensive backs are still struggling, especially. Okuda struggled a lot this past week. Jerry Jacobs got a pick, but he still kind of was mm-hmm. iffy. Um, but all around, this has just been so fun these last couple weeks. Yeah, our young guys are playing well. Kirby Joseph is getting Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about nominated, but Pro Bowl noise. Yeah. Uh, which is just, I mean, he's a young guy. We're still just so young, and it's nice to be playing this good football uh, and I'm just so excited for these last three weeks. Yeah. I'm so excited for these games. The Carolina game, I I am just like still nervous every week. I'm gonna be. Oh, I'm super now, nervous now for worse. this game. Yeah. I'm almost more nervous for this game than like the Jets and Vikings games because we're supposed to win this game. Yeah, yeah. Those games, like, yeah, we were like favored to win or whatever, but like, if we lost, it wouldn't have been like, yeah, it's a tough loss. Like this game, we have to win this yeah. game. Yeah. That's why it's scary to me. Yeah, now it's must win, and we've done all the hard stuff. Yeah. Now we just got to finish. We're past the tough teams, yeah, necessarily. Yeah. And it's like everyone's just looking at these last three games like it's a breeze. It's like Ugh. I'm not looking at it like that at all. I'm terrified, actually, yeah. to watch the Lions. Yeah, we were 1-6 and six yeah. at the start of the year. There's no reason we don't go 0-3 to finish the year exactly. against bad football teams. And obviously, we'll, we'll go through the playoff picture and everything uh, and the remaining schedules for a few of the teams that are in the toss-up for it. Quickly, I would like to go over a couple like news things that are going around around sports. Uh, first of all, rest in peace to Franco Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the legends, four-time Super Bowl winner. Uh, passed away either last night or this morning. Shout out to Franco Harris, one of the greats. Um, the New York Mets, we'll talk a little slight baseball, just stole Carlos Correa from the San Francisco Giants last night, which was kind of happened at like, I don't know, 4 a.m. or something. Whoa. Um, yeah, Carlos Correa signed a huge like 13-year, 300-some million dollar deal with the Giants like a week ago. Um, and then yesterday it came out that they were going to, they postponed the press conference for Carlos Correa because there was concerns with his physical. Um, so it technically was not confirmed that they signed him yet. And then just in the middle of the night last night, the Mets signed Carlos Correa to a 12-year on less dollar amount contract. So now the Mets have just signed over 800 million total dollars worth of money this offseason, which is unreal. Like they're going to spend 800 like as in like over the next 10 years 800 million dollars Like that's thing? how much money they've put out this, this offseason just this in contracts. Off-season. Yes. That is insane yeah. that baseball teams even do that. Their payroll is going to be like half a billion dollars this year. Huh? Yeah. That is so it's wild. Crazy. It's so wild cuz there's just so many players I just don't know. <laughs> it's just so weird and I just really need to follow. Clearly I need to be a follower. I mean the sport. Mets are going to be loaded. Like they were already a 100 win team last year. They lost Jacob DeGrom but like mm-hmm. they replaced him with Justin Verlander who just won the Cy Young and they signed a bunch of other guys obviously so 
pretty crazy stuff. The tire, the Tigers still have yet to sign like anyone. So anyone notable? Yep, common Tigers. That's all right. I mean, I think, I think the plan for uh, Scott Harris, our new GM, is like we're gonna suck again this year, and then we're wiping house after this year because zero players on the roster are under contract next year. Zero. Oh, of them. cool. So he gets like to build guaranteed his team. money. Like Javier Baez signed that six year deal, but it was only a two year, and then there's options or whatever. Gotcha. Same with Eduardo Rodriguez. So. I would be like expecting all the top guys to be off the team next year, depending yeah, on the years. That that's they a have. cool idea for a new GM, anyway. It's like a good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'll, trust I mean, my guys. Our roster sucks, anyways, yeah. and we don't have a lot of money. So yeah, just let everybody leave, and then you, you get to build yeah. your own roster. It's You're just gonna be a miserable season yeah. for the Tigers this year. Absolutely, but whatever. It's it's not that big of a deal. Lions are good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, a couple more news things. Uh, Matt Ishbia is the new owner of the Phoenix Suns, former Michigan State Spartan, played basketball for the Spartans, was part of that national championship team. Um, I just love how – did you see Hunter Dickinson's comments that he made uh, on his podcast the other day? No, but was it – no, I didn't. He uh, pretty much was taking a lot of shots at MSU about how the only people that oh, – people only go to MSU because they can't get into Michigan and how Michigan State is a terrible – like academic school or whatever. Um, and then literally the day after he makes these comments, a 40 year old four billionaire, billionaire yeah. uh, buys the Phoenix Suns from Michigan state. I just thought that was kind of funny. Was this the same guy who did the donations for Mel Tucker? Yes. I assumed, mm-hmm. I assumed. Yeah. That yeah. makes total sense. Bought for- the, bought the Phoenix Suns for $4 billion. So I mean, that is, is like an absurd amount of dollar. What does he do? I don't like I I did like see what he what he is. I mean, I assume he does a lot of things. <laughs> like but uh like I, I would assume he's just a is. big time business owner and, you know, a stockholder and stuff like that, but I don't actually know like what his group is or whatever. Yeah, it's so funny how at some point you become so rich that people don't even care what you do. No. Like I have no idea. I just know he's a rich guy. Yeah, exactly. With like billions. Really, and like he's young too. That's 40 the years part. old that billions is could you imagine? I mean, I don't think he's just buying it. I'm pretty sure someone else is also like part of the ownership, but he's like the main dude. Yeah, and it's like, like to just drop four billion dollars like, on cash, a team, but yeah, obviously. But like, I'm just saying, like yeah, that's, that's just crazy. Like, yeah, let me just buy that yeah. team. Ah, uh, man, I'm kind of bored with my life. That's what I'm saying. I think I kind of want to go buy the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. Hunter Dickinson. Uh, now 10% of NBA teams are owned by former Michigan State Spartans. So. They'll uh you'll be cut by one of those owners hopefully uh, in a couple years. <laughs> Who's the other one? Uh, Tom Gores owns the Pistons and okay. uh, yep. Dan Gilbert owns the Cleveland Cavaliers. All state graduates, interesting. All MSU graduates. That's crazy. Yeah, Dan Gilbert is, and I can't think what they what he did. He's been he's a Detroit guy. Like yeah. he's been involved in like Detroit stuff for a long time. Um, but he owns the Cavs. So yep. And then Gores obviously is like Little Caesars like. Pistons, Red Wings, so cool. I think it's, I think it's just those two. He so, might own the Tigers. I it's can't, so I cool to be that big. Like yeah. it's just so crazy to have that much money that you go to these games and it's not like I'm watching my favorite team. This is my team. <laughs> yeah, like this is mine. That literally is yours. Like, like these guys, they uh, are mine. They're mine. That's pretty weird. To say. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like you you're playing two I mean. K in real life. Two <laughs> K my league mode in real life. <laughs> All right, that's pretty. Oh, and then uh, I was gonna say National Signing Day in college football was yesterday, and t- it's like more than just a one day thing, but it's like mainly going on yesterday today. <laughs> a lot of big signings. MSU is doing what MSU fans wanted them to do. We're getting a lot of transfers, not as much as Michigan. Michigan is kind of dominating the portal right now uh, as far as Big Ten goes. Um, Eric All ended up going to Iowa with Cade McNamara. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, there's not any big like huge names uh, to flip anywhere. You think Eric All is the next great Iowa tight end? He could be. I mean, he, like I mean, he might he be. definitely could be because they they do a good job with tight ends, yeah, obviously. Tight end so. you. But he didn't come in at Iowa, so maybe yeah, that's maybe a good not. Point. Who knows? Uh, okay, yeah, that's pretty much it. Are we ready to talk about weekly picks? Yeah, I think so. All right, so coming into last week, you were up eight to six and with four weeks left. So clearly I need to go on a run here. Mm-hmm. I won the week before, uh, but you're up eight to six. So we had to be on our A game. We're not just picking terrible games for no reason. You got 14 out of 19. Pretty solid uh, if, game put if up. If I lose with 14, I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. Yeah, right. It's, it's... Uh, two out of three on the spread picks, putting you at 29 on the year. Me. Missed 
one extra spread pick to go 13 out of 19. I went one for three on the spread pick. So if I would have hit one, we would have tied and it would have came down to primetime games and who known what would have happened. Um, the craziest part is like when I was doing this out, I hit like my first eight picks. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm going to do it. This is crazy. The game that, you want to know the game that was the decider? What? The freaking Patriots Raiders game. I picked the Patriots, you picked the Raiders. And obviously it had the insane ending. Yep. <laughs> um, so that's just terrible. That That's the way I lose. That is terrible. So you got to win out now to send it into OT. I do, yeah. There's the first three weeks round of playoffs. left. You're up nine to six. So I have to win out to to tie and just to do playoffs. So it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be tough. Yeah. We'll do play the first round of playoff picks. Yeah, that'll be the exactly. winner. So I got to be on my a game for these next few weeks. Uh, but let's get into weekly picks for this week. High tempo weekly picks, high tempo weekly picks, all NFL games of the week. What teams are going to cover the spread? High Tempo Weekly Picks. We have quick breaking news on the High Tempo Podcast. Pistons GM Troy Weaver has been extended. Uh, doesn't say how long his contract extension is. I hope is, it's 100 years. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, just sign Lifetime him. contract. Yeah, yeah, lock him up. Yeah, so forever. he is, uh, yeah, he's been extended, so that's good news. All right, let's get into it. No bias this week, obviously. Uh, we have games on all day Saturday to this day. It's like it's just like last week, but flipped around. Saturday is the main day, and then we got three Christmas Day games. But let's start off Thursday night football. We have the six and eight Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the seven and seven New York Jets. Jacksonville is the second hottest team in the NFL right now, right behind the Lions. Uh, they're looking really good. Trevor Lawrence has been incredible. They had a huge win last week. However, I think it ends this week to the Jets. This Jets team's defense is crazy. Mm-hmm. It was the most we've struggled all year by a mile, it felt like, other than the Patriots game. By a mile, it felt like, against this Jets yeah. defense. Give me the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets here as well. Uh, both of these teams are right there to make the playoffs. Jacksonville is... They are six and eight, but they could win their division still with mm-hmm. Tennessee only being at seven and seven. The Jets was that was a tough loss for them last week. They need to kind of win out here to get in. I'm gonna take the Jets here because they got they can't win lose back to back games. This is gonna be a really fun game though, because both these teams are trying to get in. I didn't even realize uh but do you know the Jets ended that game with a timeout? They had one timeout left. They ended that game. Well, yeah, because they called it like to to kick the field goal or whatever. Yeah, and then they still had one on the they still had one on the board. Like they could have used an extra timeout earlier in that final oh, drive. Oh, I get what you're saying. To yeah, get yeah, more yeah. plays. Yeah, they definitely it, could have. It, it's kind of nice to see the Lions not be the ones to mismanage the clock. <laughs> that in is the last, nice. Yeah. last drive, and it was Robert Salat, the yeah. other Lions guy, who was supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> yep. So it's kind of nice. Next, we have the eight five and one New York Giants taking on the eleven and three Minnesota Vikings. Giants can keep losing. We need them to keep losing. Minnesota's clinched the division. Keep winning, Minnesota. You had the greatest NFL comeback ever, uh, and of course, it's uh, you know sadly against Matt Ryan. He finally got rid of the twenty eight to three jokes. Now it's thirty three L. I mean, it's not he did it in a bad yeah, way though. It, yeah. It's not like he won a Super Bowl or won MVP. It got worse. Uh, the craziest comeback ever, but. I think Minnesota's going to ride that energy and just start off hot against the Giants. Go, Minnesota. I got to make some big plays if I want to win weekly picks Mm -hmm. this week. This is one of them. This is one of them. Um, The Vikings, as Lions fans, we probably want the Vikings to keep winning because Mm -hmm. if we get that seven seed in the wild card, I want the Vikings. I don't want San Francisco round one. Like (laughs) That's a nightmare scenario. I want to play Minnesota round one. So, but... Minnesota was down 33 to nothing last week and they showed their true fraudulent behavior. We everyone knows that they're yeah, not that good. Frauds. Like it's pretty clear. Um the New York Giants, they got a nice win. They can't afford to keep losing if they want to get in. I picked the Giants strictly because you know what, if I lose that game in weekly picks, whatever, the Giants lost, that's good news. Um but if they end up beating the Vikings, at least I picked it right. Yeah, so, facts. That's, that's kind of what that's I'm going logic. for here. Um, next, we have the 5-9 and nine New Orleans Saints taking on the 6-8 and eight Cleveland Browns. This game, I, I, I don't even want, I don't, this is a game I don't want to watch. Uh, give me Cleveland, but I'm not really sure whether or not they're going to win. There's Cleveland a lot of has, tough games up here. Cleveland has looked shaky since the return of Deshaun. Mm-hmm. And they don't look better no. with the Deshaun out there. Jacoby was doing fine, Yeah, it looked like. Um, yeah, I'm going with Cleveland as well. 
Uh, this is a tough game, though, because New Orleans at 5-9 and nine is still in a position to win the division. Um, and Cleveland, obviously, if they win out, they have a chance to get into the playoffs. So another game where two teams really need to win. I'm going to take the Browns here. Uh, they got a win last week against Baltimore. Hopefully they can do it again. Next, we have your very own 7-7 seven and seven Detroit Lions taking on the 5-9 and nine Carolina Panthers. The Lions have now covered, I think, six games in a row, I think is what I heard. Uh, give me Detroit. Give me the line at minus two and a half. I'll take that all day. Yeah, I took the Lions. I didn't take the minus two and a half just because I didn't. I, I felt like it was dirty to do that. Like, I just, in case they lose, case. like, I would just double. It would be a double L and it would really suck. Uh, so I didn't do that. But yeah, give me the Lions. We got to win this week. Deshaun Elliott is probably going to be out again for this game. That's whatever. This Carolina team is sneaky good. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 are one game out of winning the division. That whole entire division can still win it all, which is crazy. Um, so I'm not like this game is scary. This line is close at two and a half. It's like I don't I don't like that it's that mm-hmm. close. Um, it makes me think that it's a trap to take the Lions, but I'm obviously going to pick the Lions to win this game. Yep. Next, we have the 10-4 and four Cincinnati Bengals taking on the 7-7 seven and seven New England Patriots. Patriots off just the lead, the most. We got to talk about that. Yeah, we do. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, last play of the game, the Patriots, apparently they didn't think Mac Jones had the arm to get it to the end zone. So they run a little short pass, goes to a flip to Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers runs straight towards the sideline. It's a tie game. Usually you're supposed to just go down. It's zero seconds on the clock. He turns and chucks it. 30 yards behind him to Mac Jones of all people. And, and and again, for some reason, Chandler Jones was there ready to intercept the pass. He intercepts it. Mac Jones takes a charge. He does whatever you want to <laughs> call it. Gets planted into the earth. And Chandler Jones runs it in for the game ceiling touchdown. And it was the most non-Patriots play. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. You, you never would expect that to happen. They knocked themselves out of playoffs, basically. Uh, it's just, it's a terrible look for the Patriots. Really bad look. Uh, and for that reason, just I think they're going to be pretty down in the dumps this week. I don't think you get over that in a couple days. Give me Cincinnati. So, like, when teams have a terrible loss like this, I either, like, it, yeah, there's it's, two tough ways. To, it's two ways you can go here. Because, like, last week when the Raiders... Uh, or I guess this has been two weeks ago now, when they had the terrible, like, blown game against the Rams on Thursday night when the Rams come back and won. I picked against the Raiders because I was like, there's no way they recover from this. This scenario, I'm going the exact opposite approach. New England, you just lost a game that you, I mean, it's not like you were going to win. You know, it could have went to overtime. Who knows what's going to happen? But you lost in the worst way of all time. Like, this is going to go down as one of the worst losses in NFL history. We're going to look back at this game in five years and remember that and laugh at it. <laughs> you Chandler Jones gets your one time that you can like do whatever you want to the QB. Like you catch that ball, it, anything goes. You can take his helmet and throw him if you he want. took like, advantage of the situation. Like, that's a, that's a dream scenario for Chandler Jones. Um, <coughs> I think Bill Belichick has got to be so disappointed in this team and tell them pretty much you guys are terrible football players all of you that's not just on Jacoby Myers that's not on Mac Jones it's not on Ramondre Stevenson it's on the New England Patriots and I don't even and I think he's gonna get so mad at them not even like to give them motivation like legit just like just I hate you you guys. guys suck so much and it's going to spark a fuel for the Patriots. They need to win this game against the Cincinnati Bengals. The line is too close for me to think since he's going to win. Give me the Patriots. Nice, nice. That's we'll another, see what happens. That could be another huge game. And they, you know, they're still only they're that top team out of the playoffs mm-hmm. right now. The AFC playoff picture is really tight. They can still get in, obviously. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. Next, we have the 11 and three Buffalo Bills taking on the three and 11 Chicago Bears. The Bears have no reason to win this game. They shouldn't be trying none of that. The Bills should win this football game. Bills. Yep, I was gonna. I took the Bills. Was thinking about the spreads. Decided, eh, I'm gonna stick Damn. away. Um, because Chicago has covered in the, in their losses the past couple weeks, but they are losing. They are. Uh, I think they are gonna lose every game Me this too. year. Like I thought a couple weeks back that they would win another game. I don't think they're going to at this mm. point. Um. So yeah, give me the Bills. You see, Justin Fields surpassed thousand rushing yards. Really, he did. I did not know that. Yeah, which is crazy because the first month they didn't even run a good <laughs> offense for yeah. him. Like he wasn't even running the football that much. Yeah, it's pretty wild that he's had a thousand. That actually already. is crazy. 
Um, next, we have the one twelve and one Houston Texans taking on the seven and seven Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Texans have been just in close games. The Texans are better than we all think. They're a pretty decent football team, just not good enough to win football games, which I guess makes you bad. Uh, give me Tennessee. Didn't want to take a spread here. You definitely could take Houston's though. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, give me Tennessee. Tennessee has been on an ultimate losing yeah, streak. I'm pretty bad. sure they were seven and four at one point, or maybe six and three. Oh, uh, they are now seven and seven. They are leading their division, but Jacksonville is right on their tail. Uh, ultimate collapse of this season mm-hmm. for Tennessee. However, I have gone against Houston in the spread the last two weeks. I took them Kansas City minus fourteen or whatever. Uh, that clearly didn't hit. Went to overtime. I took Dallas minus like seventeen or whatever against them two weeks ago. Didn't the, hit. The Houston almost won that game. Yeah. Didn't hit. Um, so the 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 books are starting to respect Houston a little bit. Tennessee's only four and a half point favorites. I am doing it again. Give me Tennessee and give me Tennessee minus four and a half. You gotta win this game, Tennessee. I mean, you can't lose to Houston. Derrick Henry notoriously has his two hundred yard games or whatever against Houston. Huge for yeah, me in point. fantasy this week. Torch them up, win by 20, taking Tennessee. You know what they say. If it doesn't work the first two times, try it a third. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> and then what... I'll try it a fourth next week. Maybe. <laughs> next, we have the 7-7 seven and seven Seattle Seahawks taking on the 11-3 and three Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs in this game. They're the better football team in Seattle. But Seattle's still fighting for a playoff spot. So who, anything can happen yeah. in this game. Oh uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs as well. But like you said, Seattle is—they're that first team out of the playoffs right now, above the Lions because they own the tiebreaker over us. They obviously are going to be trying to win this game. Spreads a little high for a Chiefs team that you know went to overtime with Houston last week. Give me Seattle plus ten. I think they can can keep it in within ten there. Next we have the Atlanta Falcons at five and nine taking on the nine and five Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, this Baltimore team is ugly without Lamar. They're actually terrible. Is Lamar coming back this week? That's what I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think so. I I I've, I didn't think he was supposed to come back all year. I think it was just like a two to three week injury. They oh, said. I have no idea if he's back. But I don't know Huntley, either. Huntley has been terrible. <laughs> I I he's been awful yeah. recently. Uh, he's just not quite Lamar. However, I still think the Baltimore Ravens are better than the Atlanta Falcons. This is another game. Like this week, I could easily lose by seven uh, because I'm taking a lot of favorites here. Give me Baltimore. Yeah, give me Baltimore as well. However, I'm getting all three spread picks right here. Atlanta was my my ride or die yeah, early, early. In the year with the spread picks. I've moved moved away from them. I don't know why. Because they probably they still, still been covering. Yeah, I, that's I don't what know. I wonder. I'm not sure. Uh, last week they did cover for me, like in my a real bet I made though. So, but I'm taking Atlanta plus seven and a half. Pretty high line, that is a line. for me uh, with Atlanta. You know, like I said, still one game out of, you know, they win this game. They might be the leader of the division if Tampa Bay loses. So, uh, yeah, give me Atlanta. Even though Desmond Ritter opening game did not look the best. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see it. How did, like, Just didn't have a great Didn't have a good line. game. Yeah. They were up early, though, but they ended up blowing it. Um, next, we have the 7-6-1 Washington Commanders taking on the 10-4 San Francisco 49ers. Give me San Francisco. They're the only team right now in the NFL that can beat the Lions. Yeah. So they can definitely beat the Commanders. <laughs> right. Give me San Francisco. Yeah, terrible loss for Washington on Sunday night football. It was not a good look. They kind of got screwed by the refs, though, at the very end of the game. I will say that. Like, hardcore, hardcore. got screwed by the refs. Uh, so I don't know what to think here. Washington, you have a tough schedule to end the year. It starts this week. Give me San Francisco. Next, we have game of the week, 13-1 Philadelphia Eagles taking on the 10-4 Dallas Cowboys. Uh, last week, Jalen Hurts goes down with a shoulder injury, looks to sideline him until playoffs, it sounds like. Uh, they've already locked up playoffs, so it shouldn't matter. Uh, I know they Philly is all about their Batmans. They have all the you know skinny Batman, uh, I think it's strong Batman and fast Batman or whatever. Jalen Hurts is not, he's not a Batman. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is Superman. He does whatever you need. He does it all. You want him to throw for 300, he'll do it. You want him to run for 200, he will do it. And either way, he's ending with four touchdowns. I think he is the motor of that team by a long shot. Do I think they could beat Dallas out of him? Yeah. Do I think it's likely? No. Give me Dallas. Yeah, this game is fishy. Because uh, like Jalen Hurts has technically not been ruled out yet. It's just said like he has this injury and probably won't play. But then Nick Sirianni said yesterday he has not been ruled out of this game. Uh, which is weird because I don't think Philly has clinched the division yet. How many games are left? Three? Yeah, so technically they have not clinched the division yet. So 
Dallas still could win the division. Dallas is four and a half point favorites though. At home against a 13-1 Eagles team. It's weird to me. I don't know who to pick. Gardner Minshew, like he's cool. I'm going to take Dallas though. Mm -hmm. I am going to take Dallas, but this is a sketchy one because Dallas has looked weird of the past couple weeks. Saturday night football, Christmas Eve edition. We got the 6-8 Las Vegas Raiders taking on the 6-8 Pittsburgh Steelers. A good old-fashioned matchup here. This game should be dirty. It should be physical. Uh, the Raiders coming off the greatest win in franchise history. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't actually know. I don't know. Uh, however, I've been going with Pittsburgh, and I'm going to keep going with Pittsburgh. Low-key Pittsburgh, <laughs> when you're not very good, you're kind of fun. <laughs> like, you really are. They're chasing that 500, it's, man. And it's it's fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of rooting for them to get to that 500 mark. <laughs> uh, give me Pittsburgh against the Raiders. Yeah, this is a both teams six and eight here. Both teams are still alive, but whoever loses this game will be eliminated from the playoffs. So this is a big time game for both of these teams. I mean, the winner of this game could win out and still not make it, but they also have a chance of making it if they do. I'm taking the Raiders in this game, but it's a it's a toss up. Like you said, Pittsburgh has actually looked pretty good lately. Don't know what the situation is with Kenny Pickett this week as he's missed the last game and a half. Um, but I'm going to take the Raiders to win this game. You know, you're coming off of a big win. You got to keep it rolling here. Plus, I put five on you to make the playoffs like <laughs> like a month ago. So please, please make it. <laughs> All right. Uh, these are, these were going to count as primetime games, the Christmas Day games. We're going to count them. One o'clock on Christmas Day, we have the six and eight Green Bay Packers taking on the eight and six Miami Dolphins. I'm not picking the Packers. Uh, I'm taking Miami. I'm taking their spread at minus three and a half. And that, that's like a revenge spread pick. Right. I want them to nail it. And I want them to get. I, I, if I could take an alternate spread. For more points at minus 14 and a half, I would. You could do uh, that, like, if you were 21. No, no, I mean, <laughs> here for more points. Right, make yeah. that pick for three or something. Because I want Miami. And Miami hasn't been playing great football recently. They, they definitely look stoppable. Uh, their run game has been better, but they're, they're not dominating the air like they used, yeah. like they were early in the year. However, I just want them to stomp the shit out of the Packers. Just murder them. Right. Don't even give them a chance. Oh, oh, give me green or I mean, give like, me Miami. What a great Christmas present here. Get to oh, wake yeah. up, cup of coffee, you know, open gifts, eat some breakfast, turn on the TV, and Aaron Rodgers is playing football. And he's crying. Merry Christmas, dude. What a terrible thing the NFL <laughs> did here, putting Aaron Rodgers, the one who does drugs before games Tax. on Christmas. He's on the naughty I mean, list. Like, what? <laughs> Literally, like, he's the Grinch. I mean, it's just like, what a bad idea from the NFL. And then the game after this one's even worse. Um, but. Let's talk about a Lions scenario here because I saw this. The Lions can clinch the playoffs before the Week 18 game against Green Bay. And it's actually like a realistic scenario. We just win these next two games. Green Bay loses one of their next two. And then Washington and Seattle both lose their next two. And they're against tough teams. However... That's the same old Lions approach. Yeah, We're scared of Green Bay. We don't want to play them. What about a world where Green Bay wins these next two games... And then coming into that last game of the year, it's like winner gets in, you know? I'm here for it. So give me Green Bay to upset the Miami Dolphins on Christmas. It, they're setting it up. They want Aaron Rodgers to come back. Miami, they're kind of washed. They're not that good. They are probably going to miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. honestly. I feel like Jacksonville, New York, Vegas, they might sneak in over Miami, uh, depending on... I haven't looked at their remaining schedule. It'd be schedule. bad if Miami didn't make it. Because like, they be a did bad that look. last year, too. Yeah. Like They barely missed. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay here over Miami in this game. It might be the first time you've ever picked Green Bay. I think I picked them last week, actually. Never mind. <laughs> I think, <laughs> Against the Rams. I but. think you picked them last. Oh, yeah, yeah. We both did. Yeah, yeah we you're did. right. Had we both you. did. You're right. Um, all right. Sunday afternoon, Christmas afternoon, we got the four and ten Denver Broncos taking on the four and ten LA Rams. The, these teams combined have one more win than the Lions, have the same amount of wins as the Dolphins. These teams are what we Christmas Day. These guys don't want to play. You think Ben Skrawanek wants to play on Christmas Day? No, he wants to spend the day with his family. Yeah. He doesn't want to go out there and maybe lose to the Broncos. Uh me and Seth were talking about this. It's it's bad in LA. Like shit is it bad. Is. In the pregame, they're talking about the X Factor player. 
and they're literally putting on Ben Skoranek <laughs> as an X Factor. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be like if Yikes. Quintez Cephas was our... I don't even know if we have a comparison. It's just terrible. Tom Kennedy? He, it is that bad. Uh, LA is in shambles. I'm taking Denver in this game, hoping they can pull out a win. This is low-key the most important game of the year for the Lions. <laughs> Denver right now sits at the third pick. Well, Seattle sits at the third pick via Denver. We sit at the fourth pick via the Rams. This is a huge game. This could knock us into that top three. It'd be humongous. Give me the Broncos. But also, this game is going to be broadcasted on Nickelodeon. What? We're going to have an MVP again. And I just see it now. It's going to be Baker Mayfield, <laughs> the MVP, even if they lose. Actually, it might be Russ. It's going oh, to turn into a meme. It's like, going to be an all-time meme moment. Yeah, it's like, going to turn into a meme, the slime end zone or whatever. <laughs> I'm excited to watch that. Uh, so there is something added into this yeah, game. Yeah, no, this game bit. will be fun. Um, but yeah, give me the Broncos. We need the Rams to lose really badly. But do I trust them to to lose against Denver? Hell no. No. All right, Sunday so, Night Football. Wait, Go wait. Ahead. Ross v. Baker for the MVP. For the MVP. Might be the tightest race ever. That's what I'm saying. Tightest, most valuable player ever award. <laughs> that, that race is going to come down to the wire. It might be your vote that decides or my be. vote. Yeah, or it could be your vote. Your vote matters. Your vote. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Sunday Night Football, Christmas night. What a great time for a game. The 6-8 and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have just been on primetime an absurd Every amount. Game. Almost as much as this team that's playing on Monday night. Uh, they're taking on the four and ten Arizona Cardinals. Give me Tampa Bay. The Cardinals are bad. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't good, but the Cardinals are bad. Give me Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. It's about time you win some games. It's I mean, it, it's time. getting ridiculous. Six and eight. Every team in the division can still win. What are we doing? Just win this week and and wrap it up. Give me the Bucks. Monday Night Football. We have the eight and six on prime time every single week. L.A. Chargers. Taking on the team that's also on primetime way too much for their record, the 4-9-1 Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Give me the Chargers. Give me their spread at minus 4.5. The Colts can't rebound from a game like that. I mean, Jeff Saturday, nail the coffin. You're done. Get out of there. Uh, Should have promoted anybody else to head coach. Just kidding. Nobody can win with this roster. Matt Ryan has cemented himself as the worst moment QB ever or the worst QB to have while you're up. By any margin yeah. of points, he's, I mean, it, it is unbelievable to come, lose 33-0 and then the other team beats you. Yeah. What was said at halftime? What happened in the, did, like, did, did you start, did Jeff Saturday, hey, take off your cleats, guys, you're good. We've won this football game. And then you. I don't really know, honestly. Like, it is so crazy that they lost. I don't think you come back from that ever. The They might take four years to recover from that loss. Give me LA Chargers. Yeah, this is one of those times where, you know, you have a terrible loss like that. Like, how do you recover from that loss? I took the Patriots from a terrible loss. This one is a little different. 33 to nothing. Worst loss in history when the quarterback had the worst loss in Super Bowl history before that. You can't recover from that. However, Nick Foles is getting the start. Matt Ryan is getting benched for a second time this year. And it's Nick Foles. And it's not Sam Ellinger that's getting the start. It's Nick Foles. Nick Foles steps up in big moments. Yeah, so does. I am taking the Chargers to win, but I'm not taking spread. I was going to take them minus, what, four and a half or yeah. whatever it is. I was going to do it, and then I saw the Nick Foles news, and I'm like, they could yeah, low-key win. Like, they could. Nick so, Foles is getting to start this he week. He is back. That's unreal. Yeah. I didn't. Even, I guess I didn't realize he was still in the NFL. Like, I had no idea. He is, and he's starting this week. So. <laughs> that is crazy. There it is. All right, um, let's talk about the playoff picture in both sides really quickly, and then we will get into our next. Uh, we're going to do a power ranking this week. Um, so in the NFC right now, Phillies one, uh, they've clinched. Minnesota two, they've clinched. San Fran three, they've clinched. Tampa Bay is four at six and eight. They have definitely not clinched. Five seed top wild card team is the Cowboys. They have clinched. Um, and then six and seven right now is the Giants and Washington with Seattle and Detroit sitting right outside of there. Green Bay is still alive as well at six and eight. And then, like I said, Carolina, New Orleans, and Atlanta all could still win the division. Pretty crazy. They're all five and nine. 
crazy because none of them are in the playoff race, yeah. but they are because of how shitty exactly. the division is. And like they also all are in the top ten for like their picks right now. So it's just like <laughs> now all three of you teams can win the division. So yeah. like one of you should probably just commit to the tank and end up getting like the sixth pick. Yeah, let the other guys or win. let the other guys. I don't know. New Orleans doesn't have their pick, so they're obviously going to try. Um, but let's look at the end of the season schedule for all these teams. Obviously, Lions. We have Carolina this week. We have Chicago. And then we have at Green Bay to end the year. We're at Carolina this week as well. Let it come down to the last game of the year if, if it needs to. I'm ready for it. Um, but also, let's just win this week I'm against prepared. Carolina. I've never please. been so hyped. I'm so, I'm so scared. Um, Green Bay, they take on Miami this week. And then they have Minnesota at home and the Lions at home. If Minnesota wins this week... And no, because they're still fighting for that two seed. So I don't really know what happens with Minnesota-Green Bay next week. It's going to be an important game if Green Bay obviously wins. They don't have the easiest schedule to end the year, though. Mm-hmm. They play against three pretty good teams, uh, especially that one, that last team that yeah, they the, play. Yeah, the best team in the NFL. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, Seattle at 7-7 seven and seven right now. It's important that we get one more win than Seattle. Like, they need to lose one of these games because they are tied with us. They own the tiebreaker. Uh, they are at Kansas City this week. Really should lose that game. They have the Jets the week after. That's going to be a good game. Then they have the Rams in week 18 where they will probably win. So need them to lose Kansas City or Jets like yeah. badly, Bad. preferably both. Yeah. Um, and then the two teams that are in right now, the Washington Commanders at 7-6-1. and one. Uh, We can become the seventh seed this week if Seattle and Washington both lose. Washington is at San Francisco. That's not an easy <laughs> game. I think they're going to lose. Then they have the Browns at home. Another game they could lose. And then they have Dallas at home. They could lose all three. Yep, all three. Hope so. And then the New York Giants at 8-5-1, and one, who I do think will get into the playoffs. Um, they are at Minnesota this week, could lose. They have the Colts after that, and then they're at Philly. I assume that last game at Philly won't matter for Philly, so they'll probably yeah. win. Um, so the Giants are probably, probably in because they beat the Commanders last week. But there is a world where they just lose these three games, and they're not in. So... Um, the Lions are in prime position to get into the playoffs right now. No doubt, no doubt. We need we just and we win. just need to. Yeah. It just is now that we have put ourselves here, we just need to do it now and show ourselves that we can do it. And we just yeah, there's no reason to stop now. Like we like Dan Campbell's been preaching it ever since the loss to the Bills. It's a six game season. We're through the first three. Let's get through these next three. Yep. So let's just keep and and why not keep going after that? That's the part that it's just like why stop? Why stop? If we win that many games in a row, it's just like, what are we just gonna like lose? Like, oh yeah, we made it. All right, cool, we did it. Yeah. Why can't we keep it going? Let's just never. Let's just, I just never. Really lose. hope we don't play San Francisco, dude. Because at that point, it's it, I, I do get it if we lose. Oh yeah, I get it too. That team's really good. But like, if we play like the Vikings first round, I like. Are I we local- favored to beat the Vikings in that game? Probably not because it's in Minnesota, but like it's tight. It's tight. It's a close day. Oh man, we might be favored. To I know win. it's gonna be crazy. All right, AFC playoff picture. Right now, Bills and Chiefs are the only two teams that have clinched, both at 11-3. and three. Uh, Cincinnati's at 10-4. and four. They have the three spot. And then the four spot is Tennessee at 7-7, seven and seven, who still couldn't end up not even making the playoffs. Uh, five seed is Baltimore at 9-5. and five. They will most likely get in. The Chargers are at 8-6 and six at the sixth seed. They'll probably get in, too. Um, so that seven seed spot is going to be tough where Miami is right now at 8-6 and six because right behind them you have the Patriots at 7-7, seven and seven, the Jets at 7-7, seven and seven, the Jags are at six and eight, but they could win their division. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Raiders, Browns, and Steelers all at six and eight. So they're two games out. But like, if Miami continues to lose games, these teams win. It's going to be close. Man, there's a lot of teams in it over there. A lot there's of a lot of teams. Thirteen in the hunt. teams in it. That is crazy. Which technically, there is like also thirteen teams in the NFC, but it's only because of the Shit NFC South. So yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't write down any of their many schedules for this team because I really don't care that much. It's the other um, side. Exactly. But I hate the other side. <laughs> will Miami make the playoffs right now? Yeah. Prediction. Yep. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Will the Chargers make the playoffs? No. Really? Yep. Who gets in over them? Jets, uh, Jets Patriots, Jags, Raiders. Jags. Or there's other teams too. but Jags. Jags get in. Yeah. Uh, so do Jags win the division or do they just get in the wild card? Win the division. So does Tennessee make, make the wild card or are they out? They're in the wild card. Okay, that makes that adds up then. Because if you would have said no, that would be like, all right, then what other team gets in? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and then quickly before we do our power ranking, I do want to say the mock – or not the mock draft, but the draft order right now because this is also important for the Lions. Uh, Houston is one. Chicago's two. Seattle is three. We are four. Arizona's five. Colts 6, Falcons 7, Panthers 8, Philly 9 via the Saints, and the Raiders are 10. Like I said, 
Broncos Rams super important this week. Yep, need the need the Broncos to win. I've never rooted harder for Russell Wilson. Oh God, never. I don't think I have either. All right, uh, let's talk about. Should we do the power ranking right now? Yeah, let's do the yeah. power ranking right now. All right, <laughs> NFL power ranking. I don't know if you've seen uh, the power rankings that are looming around after this week, but they are. There's some crazy ones. They are all over the place. This via the Detroit Lions are. They're roaming around in that top ten. So I'm interested to see where we have them at. Uh, let's get into it. I think there's a lot of teams that I there was a team I almost way dropped down, but I ended up not, not when we get there, I'll talk about them. Number ten, I wanted to tip my cap. It was between the Chargers and this team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh they they played really well. They're the second hottest team in football behind the Lions. And I, I think they're so right wait, now. the Chargers or Jags are ten. The number ten is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. It was between them and the Chargers. The okay. Chargers were my first honorable mention. Gotcha. Uh Jacksonville number ten. I thought about putting Jacksonville on here, but I didn't because, like, the Lions also did destroy the Jags, like, three weeks ago. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, we're clearly better than them. Um, My 10 is the Miami Dolphins at 8-6. and I don't know if they deserve to be here after the way they've played recently, but I figured I would give them this 10 spot. It was kind of between them and, like, the Ravens and then the Jags. Um, but Miami is number ten at eight and six. Yeah, Miami's my number nine. I still think they've just got they've got the weapons to be a top ten team, no doubt. Uh, but they haven't been playing like one recently, yeah. so that's what matters most. Uh, my number nine is the eleven and three Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. They, I think everybody knows that this team is not very good. Mm-hmm. They're a, no, they okay. They're a good team. They're not a great team. Thirty three zero comeback. I'll tip my cap to you, sure. But also, out of their 11 wins, 10 of them have come within... They're 10-0 and in one possession games this year. Wow. So they find a way to win, but, like, it's going to be stressful. Mm-hmm. Like, But they do find a way to win. I'll give them that. Uh, but this team's a first-round exit, 100%. Yeah, Vikings fans must have had it. They're having a hell of a year, a hell of a season. They are. And I know, like, they're Heart pissed. attack-type season. And I know they're pissed because everybody thinks they're frauds, and I know they're probably sitting there like, we're not. Yeah. But you you are. But at least your season's been fun. Yeah, you, exactly. You win all the games. At least you're 11-3. and three, Yeah, you like, know, you, like, you really can't complain, even yeah. if you are frauds. You're 11-3. and three. Yeah. Uh, my number eight is the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, like you said, fraudulent. They're just they're they're not as good as you would expect us to feel on an 11-3 team. Yeah. Which makes them frauds. My number 8 is the LA Chargers at 8 and 6. They've really started to put it together these last couple weeks. Justin Herbert has looked really good. Um and their defense is starting to become relatively healthy again. Uh but yeah, Chiefs or not Chiefs. Chargers are my number 8. My number 7. This is where we have our very own Detroit Lions sliding in here. The, it's just crazy that we're even putting them into the top 10. I mean, it is Not just in the top 10, the yeah. top 7. It's wild. Uh, shout out to the Lions. I got the Lions at number 7 as well. Look, if NFL.com can put the Lions at number 7, I'm going to put the Lions oh, at number easily. 7. Like, I was going to put them there even if no one else did it, but I would have felt wrong. Yeah. If somebody else did it, dude, I mean, that's the <laughs> NFL making their power rankings. Like They know. They know. Um, but like ESPN didn't have the Lions in their top 10. Horseshit. Uh, I can't remember what the other one was I was looking at. CBS Sports, I think the Lions were like nine or something. Um, but in the NFL one, the Vikings were below the Lions. That's they know, it dude. Be. Like, it's clearly like we have won so many games in a row. Yes, we are seven and seven. It looks weird having seven and seven in this top 10, but they're that good. Like we are mm-hmm. like we are a good football team. We're finding way to win games. Even the ugly one, I think that's what really proved it to me. Uh-huh. Is because we were the last few games were dominant wins. This one was we didn't play that good and still won a game against a good team. So that shows me that we are legit and we're a good team. They're number seven. My number six is the Dallas Cowboys. This team has also got a great I mean, every team from here on out has a great record. Yeah. Uh but Dallas, I think these next five teams are definitely better. I don't think their offense holds up where it needs to. I think a lot of times Dak makes kind of bailout throws where he's chucking it downfield, hoping for a PI mm-hmm. or his receiver to make a big play. I don't think their offense is as great as it needs to be to be one of those top five teams. Yeah, I got Dallas at number six as well. They're definitely not cracking this top five. If if it wasn't for me putting the Lions at seven, I honestly would like to put Dallas a little bit lower on this list uh, because they had the blown game against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. They had a bad game against Houston the week before. They're still a good team, like definitely, and they're a team that I like. Am, wouldn't be surprised if we lose to them if we met up with them in the playoffs. Yeah. But uh, do I think the Lions are better than the Cowboys right now? Probably, yeah, but I am going to give them the respect in this power ranking over the Lions. They just got to they're, – they're doing the thing they do every single year. It becomes holiday season, and they just fall apart – 
and they'll lose in the first round of the playoffs. They're number six. Something about Christmas in Texas. Yeah. My number five is the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a team that going into this, I expected to have much higher. And then I kind of went to their, uh, I went through their schedule. They don't actually have many good wins. They only seem to beat up on the bad teams. <laughs> they don't have a lot of good wins. They've, their losses come to like the 49ers. I can't think of who lost they're to the Bengals, lost to the, the Bengals and the Bills, which are all three really good teams. Those are all good losses. But then their wins, it's like Commanders, Jaguars. It's just what is going on? Yeah. Uh, so that's where I've got them at five. They they could be, they, and they still could win a Super Bowl. But I just don't think they have the wins to really get yeah. be higher in the next four. Uh, my number five is the Cincinnati Bengals at ten and four. They have really started to become a really hot team lately uh last week they were losing to tampa bay like 21 to nothing or something uh-huh. at one point um end up coming back and winning like big by two possessions uh this team's dangerous their offense is absolutely loaded and that that's a team that can win a super bowl so mm-hmm. they're number five my number four is the cincinnati Bengals. joe Burr <coughs> is just cooking he's now he, he's basically cemented himself he feels like a new the new youthful QB, one of the new guys who's going to be around for the next 15 years. And he's just going to be a, you know, 400 yard pass, 300 passing yards per game type of guy every single game. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four is the San Francisco 49ers. I think the reason why I didn't put this team higher is just because this team cannot stay healthy. I mean, they just mm-hmm. get so many injuries coming their way. Yes, Brock Purdy's a starting quarterback, but I don't think that hurts them necessarily. They're still a really dangerous team. I honestly even thought about putting this team number one over Philly. Like the, the, I'm almost most more scared of them. Um, but the 49ers, the injuries I feel like are going to catch up Me at so. some point. Uh, but their roster is so loaded. They're number four. My number three is the San Francisco. <laughs> My number three is the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I am nervous about all these injuries. Eventually, your, your healthy guys are going to get tired of carrying such a big right. workload. And now they're going to get hurt. Yeah. It, it really sucks because the 49ers should be the best team in the NFL by far if they just stay healthy all yeah. year. I mean, we're on their third string QB, and they're still number three in our power rankings. Granted, like their QB doesn't matter all that much. We've we've determined as right. co- as hosts. Uh, maybe you feel differently. And Brock Pur- Purdy's been balling. His his um he's got some mojo to him, a little bit yeah, of swagger. He does. It's pretty dope. Uh, my number three is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that just having Patrick Mahomes makes you one of the most dangerous teams in the NFL. Um, Like you said, they have not had much significant wins, especially lately. They've had a lot of close game wins against poor teams like Houston and Denver. Um, However, I think come playoff time, Patrick Mahomes is the number one player you want on your team, Mm -hmm. running your team, and the Chiefs have that. So they're number three. My number two is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, This team is just loaded. They haven't... They haven't been as dominant as I think everybody expected them to be this year. Yeah. Uh, however, they're still Super Bowl contenders and uh, one of the top two favorites, no doubt. You still have Josh Allen, who is right there with Mahomes, as the guys you want on the field. Uh, this team's still really, really good. Yeah, Bills are my number two as well. They're they're a really good team. They're the best team in the AFC right now. Um, and they are probably the top Super Bowl team out of the AFC right mm-hmm. now. My number one, Philadelphia Eagles. They've earned it. They've, they they earned it throughout yeah. this whole season. Yeah, number one is Philly. Uh, best team in the NFC, best team in the NFL. Uh, still, though, like, Philly's still weird with yeah. me. Like, I still don't they feel think beatable. they are, like, the best team in the NFL. Like, I have to give them number one because they're 13-1. and one. Like, they deserve it. But, like, I still don't. This is not the first team I picked to, to win the Super Bowl. Like, it really is not at all. Like, it, they might not be in my top two or three teams to win the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. You do... Chiefs. I think I take San Chiefs, Francisco, Bills, San Fran yeah, all over Philly. That's what I, I would rather play. I might all take of them. Cincinnati over Philly. Yeah, I'd rather play. I don't know about Cincinnati, but I definitely the first three. Yeah, I'd rather play the Eagles over all of those teams in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't want to see those teams. Me too. Uh totally. So it's it's risky, but uh, they're still thirteen and one. Yep. So they're they're the top team. All right, um, let's quickly talk about some Pistons talk before we get into our last topic of the day. Um, last night, by the way, we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh. Last night, Jaden Ivey had his career-high 30 points uh, against the Utah Jazz in a loss because Lowry Markin was just absolutely <laughs> torching. He tied his career-high, I'm pretty sure, with 38. Uh, but Ivey, he had a really good game attacking the hoop. He shot the ball well. I think it was like 10 of 14 or something. Got to the free throw line well. But the main story here is the new front court of the Pistons. Uh, a couple weeks back, 
Sadiq Bey was moved to the bench for Marvin Bagley to move to the starting lineup to start with Isaiah Stewart. That lasted like two games. And then Jalen Duren replaced Marvin Bagley as the full-time starting center. And since then, in the last seven games, Jalen Duren, this is six starts, but this, the first game was like he played starter minutes. Um, in the last seven games, he's averaging 10 points per game, 13.7 rebounds per game, shooting 69% from the field and 80% from the free throw line as well. He's a beast. I mean, mm-hmm. like the way he gets rebounds, he's gotten 11 plus rebounds in all of these games. Like he is going to average eight, 10 plus rebounds by the end of the year. Yeah, he he's a man amongst boys out there, but he's the most he's the youngest player in the NBA right yeah. now. Uh, he is so massive and sliding Stu over to the four has worked so smoothly, mm-hmm. especially with his uh, three point shot. Yeah, and how confident he is. It is awesome that these two have found a way to play together so young. Yeah. I was worried this might take a couple of years to develop right. where they're able to go on the floor together. It looks like this should be what we do moving forward for a long time. I think it is. I mean, like, Duren was a guy that I thought would take some time. I thought he wasn't going to get much minutes to start the year. Um, and he didn't get a lot. You know, he was playing around that 16 to 18 minute mark. But this early, he has shown how dominant he can be. And he is, still isn't the greatest finisher around the hoop when he's not dunking the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he dunks it, obviously he is. But... When he's not dunking the ball, he's not the greatest finisher. But like I said, he's shooting 70% from the field in these last seven games. Um, and then Isaiah Stewart, I got his stats as well from the last seven since moving to the power forward spot. Uh, he's averaging 11.5 points per game, 6.5 rebounds. So the rebound numbers are clearly going to go down when you have Duran averaging 14 a game. Um, but Stewart's shooting 48% from the field and 38% from three. And that's after him going 0 for 5 last night in the in the Utah game. So he was shooting above 40% since moving to that 4 spot. And it's on over 5 attempts a night, too. It's not like he's shooting 1. So he's confident yeah. they're looking for him to shoot 3s. Uh, like I said, he had a bad game last night, but that's his first bad game from 3 in a minute. So it's been nice to see Isaiah Stewart become a routine 3-point shooter. Yeah, I think defensively uh, having Beef Stewart at 4 as well yeah. is so useful. I mean, Duran can sit at the hoop a little more. Beef Stew's fast enough and quick enough to play out on the perimeter. Yeah. He's not going to be your best perimeter defender, but he's going to be good enough with his mm-hmm. length and his uh, his you know his six nine frame that he has. He it just it, it totally works. It's exactly where we wanted this Pistons team to go. Yeah, to where these two could be on the floor at the same time. We're huge, and now we're this massive team yeah. that we can become with. You stick Ivy or Cade at the one, Ivy at the two, even Bojan at the three. We have a massive starting yeah. five. We're huge, and it's not. Nice because, like, Isaiah Stewart has been getting a lot more blocks lately, too. I didn't write down his numbers for blocks, but just watching him, I mean, he's been getting a lot of blocks playing this four spot because he's guarding smaller guys, and they think they can attack the hoop on him. They think they can take him off the dribble. Yeah, you might, but he's going to block your shot if when you get yep. to the rim. So um, it's been nice to see that. The Pistons still have been losing games. Obviously, we're 8-25 and right now, worst team in the NBA. Not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, Killian has kind of cooled off a little bit after that little hot streak he was on. Sadiq Bey is still, it's it's really, the whole situation is weird with me. I think there is, you know, I was, there was a world talked about where Sadiq Bey was going to return to the starting lineup and they were going to move Ivy to the bench to be like the, the main guard and get rid of Corey Joe's minutes. Um, and then I, because he, because Ivy was struggling for a while mm-hmm. too, but Ivy's put together two straight really good games. So you really can't do that. Um, Killian deserves to start just because of what he adds to the lineup. So it's like Sadiq Bey has the minutes are just not there for him right now that we want, but he also hasn't played great. So mm-hmm. the three point shooting has been better than it in this month than it has been prior, but it's just been rough for Sadiq. Yeah, it really stinks because we we both love Sadiq. Yeah. I, I really do. I love Sadiq Bey. He just hasn't been playing his best hoops lately. No. He looks a little out of sorts. It doesn't look as team oriented anymore. Uh, I don't know. Maybe take, I don't think we trade him, though, by any means. I hope not. I mean, like, if we do, like, I hope the package is good, which it will be because it's Troy Weaver. But, like, it's just like you trade Sadiq Bey, dude, and he's going to end up being so good somewhere He's going to be Chris Middleton. Yeah, exactly. He, he's the and second it's just coming. Like, we can't do that. No, he's, he'll be Dinwiddie. Yeah. You know, we're just moving these guys too early. It'd be so sad. Let him go through a little bit of a slump. And if he never comes out of it, We'll, we'll trade him we'll back. see yeah we'll wait till the off season like yeah. this is not an in-season no. move especially with Cade being out like it's just it's just not even it's the not same. what we want to do all right uh that is it for Pistons talk quickly um like I said MSU t- takes on Oakland tonight at home I will be there um Michigan takes on UNC at uh the Spectrum Center where the Charlotte Hornets play so that should be a good game um then they take on CMU 
uh, a couple days after Christmas, and they take on Maryland to start the year. So Michigan has a tough schedule here, mm-hmm. especially with that CMU game uh, right in the middle of it. Yeah, there. That, that's a game where you got to watch out. That's watch saying. out for Ben Marley. <laughs> ben, it's Max. <laughs> you say a different name every I, single I time. Max Marley. I'm sorry. I didn't, that's not disrespectful by any means. That is not meant to be. All right, let's get into it. We are doing a Christmas draft. Uh, like I said, it's it's almost, what's today? Christmas Eve? Eve? No. Eve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, We're quite so. It's yeah. the, let me just. It's the twenty first. We'll yeah. go with that. Um, so we are going to be doing a Christmas draft, five rounds a piece. No context. It is yeah. a Christmas draft. That's it. Draft whatever you want. Uh, rock paper scissors for first pick. And how many rounds? Five rounds. Okay. <laughs> we got back to back scissors for you, audio listeners. <laughs> back to back papers. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, you want the first pick or second pick? First. All right, so Easton will draft first. We will go back and forth for five rounds here. So ten things drafted. Go oh, ahead. This is terrible. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Give me Christmas morning, number one overall. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, you wake up, you open your gifts. There, there's nothing better than waking up on Christmas morning knowing it's Christmas morning. It's a, it's a great feeling. It is a great feeling. You're right. Um, I mean, like Was I have that one the that's, first pick. Well, I have one that I think is the first pick, but like. It kind of is yours a little bit, but it's it's not. It's something that is in yours, so I think I can still draft it. I was just going to draft presents first okay. overall. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, the morning is great, but, like, what makes the morning great is yeah. the presents. Yeah, I guess that works. So I'm just uh, – I think that's the first pick. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, ooh, now I go – I go – oh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go with my second overall pick. Give me – lights give me christmas lights okay, okay i mess with decorations yeah me too so hard i love driving by all the christmas lights it's like my favorite thing gets me in the christmas spirit gets me feeling holly jolly yeah uh, right with balls of folly you could <laughs> yeah. even say oh, okay um i'm gonna take this one now because i think like we're both gonna want to get it i'm gonna take nba on christmas oh, day oh shit uh, that was my i was thinking between those two yeah I give me could, oh give me nba on christmas day it's the best it's, it's all best. day long now we have nfl to watch too it's gonna be awesome uh so yeah give me nba on but, christmas. but christmas is is the nba's it's not football is oh yeah christmas is the nba's uh, it's so yeah. cool christmas yeah. on uh, nba on christmas even like i wish my, they did the special jersey still for it yeah what what why like it was because nike like took over and they don't do it like that okay you guys aren't in the christmas spirit i guess not god damn you uh third pick third pick uh give me give me the gift exchange oh okay, okay i love a good old gift exchange one family member is always going to come away pissed with what they got somebody is going to be upset yeah. with the gift they have and then everybody else is having a great time drinking their eggnog whatever the christmas gift exchange is fire yeah yeah all right i'm in a tough spot here because like i have something i want to take but i want it to be my fifth round pick gotcha so i don't really have my next two picks mapped out I think I know what I'm going to take, though. That was my third pick, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that was your third yes. pick. I'm going to take... Yeah, I'm going to take Christmas music here Kay. with the third pick. I think just Christmas music, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, it needs to be within a certain time period. Like, right now is a valid time to listen to... I think after Thanksgiving, it's fine, but I'm Me not, too. like, the second it turns no. Black Friday, like, blaring it all day long. Like, Me if either. it's on, I'll sing it. Um, But I'm only really going to listen to it, like, the christmas eve and christmas day that's yeah. pretty much it but i do mess with christmas i like it a lot though yeah i was waiting to see uh because i was thinking the entertainment as well you know christmas music right you got to think christmas movies and so i was just waiting to see which one you took and i was okay. gonna take the other one so give me christmas movies however i do have a bone to pick with home alone fans <sighs> I don't think it's that good. I, I don't like Home Alone. It's like the big Christmas movie. And I've recently gotten into Christmas movies. Uh, girlfriend's really big into them. Yep. I've been watching tons of them. I just got through all the Santa Claus movies. Oh, yeah. Like the... Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah. Those are yeah, the best ones. Those are fire. Yeah. Absolute fire. I started the TV show last night. Also super good if you haven't watched it. But Christmas movies are just... you got to watch a few. Yeah. At least a couple. I've already What's watched What's your Elf. favorite one? Oh, Elf. Elf yeah, is so fire. Like, it's the most basic... like pick but it's it's the best one yeah it's the most it's basic funny. yeah it's so it's so good yeah and it's entertaining what's your least favorite one is it home alone? it's home alone yeah. that's your least favorite yeah. one ever mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah i i mess with like you like fred claus 
I've never seen it. It's pretty funny. I can't say I've seen that one. My least favorite is got to be Polar <coughs> Express, dude. I hate the Polar I Express. I messed with that movie. Oh, my God. I hate it my so fav- much. One of my favorite scenes is the hot chocolate scene. Oh, the train. no, dude. Oh, I hate it. It did movie. scare me as a it kid, It just though. gives me, like, anxiety watching that movie. And, like, <laughs> it, it just gives me a weird feeling. Yeah, like, oh, the, yeah. like, the whole animation of the characters, they just are weird. So, Ugh. I didn't realize it till this Christmas season. Do you know Tom Hanks plays, like, every character in that movie? Really? He plays, like eight characters or i knew something he was like home. the bus dude yeah he's also santa and is he the main character too that that one kid no okay but he is santa so he doesn't play every character no not every <laughs> he plays the dude like the crazy dude that's on the yeah, top yeah, of the train yeah. he also plays that guy it's like in the scene where they're talking to each other it's just tom hanks oh yeah that's talking to tom hanks oh i hate that movie i so like much, that movie dude. all right so you took christmas movies um i think uh, i just don't know if this is a good pick or not but like, cause I'm just I was I was thinking about like cookies. Like cookies yeah. is a valid Christmas thing, but I don't think I'm gonna draft it. Christmas is not. This is different for some people. Gea- geographically, you know, wherever you live okay. at, you can't have Christmas without no, snow. snow. Yeah, snow is my fourth pick. Like, and we're getting a humongous snowstorm this weekend too. Like, it's supposed to be like crazy. Um, so we're gonna be locked in. Uh, but yeah, Christmas is number four. Yeah, it's supposed to be huge, like the biggest snow ice meltdown, yeah. cr- coldest Christmas in yeah, years. Yeah, it's supposed to saying. get like insanely cold. They're yeah. saying it's, it's it might be even considered a Christmas miracle by the time it's all done. Wouldn't that be like the opposite of a miracle? Snow on Christmas and a ton of it? I think <laughs> I that's a miracle. So, yeah. uh, my last pick, I'm between a couple. I'm thinking Tim Allen, just in general. He He's so fire. He's like Santa Claus, I guess. Yeah, That's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Give me Santa. As I've grown older, I've become more of a believer in Santa. <laughs> I think Santa's real. I think what the issue is, is we are lacking Christmas spirit, so we don't see him enough. He might have had to go into hiding because of lack of Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah. I'm a firm, I, I'm low-key more of a believer now than I ever have been. Go Santa. Go Santa. It's pretty odd. <laughs> pretty weird way <laughs> to think. As a grown man. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, my last pick here, I low-key want to take like Fortnite. Because Fortnite at Christmas is pretty nuts. Like, you play it, like, Christmas Eve night, dude, with, like, the snow and, like, all the Santa stuff. Like, OG Christmas Fortnite is, like... Was the best. It's, like, the best thing ever. I'm not going to take it, though, but I kind of wish I would have took it earlier. Give me the goat of Christmas. This guy... I wish I had him in fantasy because he is the absolute goat of this time of year. Please don't say it. Give me Alvin Kamara on Christmas or Christmas Eve. I forget whichever day it was. He scored like 700 fantasy points. that was crazy. Six touchdowns. Uh, He's better on on Christmas than Santa is. So give me Alvin (laughs) Kamara. That's a stretch. Yeah. I honestly thought you were going to say eggnog. (laughs) I'm not an eggnog guy Me either. Me either. Totally not. I think it's gross. Especially like, oh, it's just not. It's It's too, it's too thick and creamy. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's terrible. All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you for listening. You might hear us again before Christmas. If not, you'll hear us after. Uh, Have a Merry Christmas. Bye. Peace.